Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Introducing the new Starbucks Pistachio Cream Cold Brew. Silky Pistachio Cream Cold Foam tops our bold, smooth cold brew for a delicious twist on a favorite winter flavor. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'm going to let you finish on the Pantheon Podcast Network with your host, Court and Amy. It's show 119. Oh, my it God. The week before, it's the week after Election Day. day the world the didn't explode. Well, Election uh, Day seems to be going on. Like, this is, I mean, come on. I, I mean, feel like it's been Election Day since 2015 when they I started. I really the feel 20th. like it's nonstop. It just won't stop. And I need it to stop. I need yeah, a need fucking break. Why can't they count? If I can put grades in, why can't they count it's this like shit? It's like, we. I can't go into just constant cycles of campaigns. It's too much in my fucking head. Well, the important thing is that Herschel Walker said that if, you know, we need these gas-powered cars because they give off the good emissions. <laughs> and that... The good George, emissions. What did he the, say about the United... <laughs> The, the United good. States is what and the best country in America. Yeah, it's the best weird. country in America. Like, why? Why? Listen, I had a mild concussion a few months ago, <laughs> and I wasn't capable of walking down the. Sh- I w- I wasn't supposed to listen to loud music, and let this mm-hmm. man has CTE, and he wants to run for government office. But we digress. Speaking of brain damage, the Grammy nominations were announced today. This morning. <laughs> this morning. Or what they call morning in L.A. Where they go, right. Because um, <laughs> we were like, we were already at like 10 o'clock for like a 7 a.m. announcement. I was waiting for the old school where the shits came at 8.30 in the morning. You right, know and I mean? they it's dragged like, the musician out of bed and said, read you know the teleprompter. And read, and read the teleprompter. <laughs> okay, so the nominations are out. Beyonce leads the charge with nine. Followed by Kendrick with eight, and Adele and our favorite Brandy Carlisle with seven apiece. And this now Beyonce's nine now ties nominations in Harry Styles. Yes, and uh, Beyonce with nine makes her tie for the most nominated artist of all time, which is sort of nuts. I'm sorry, but 
whatever. That's great. <laughs> I mean, a lot of artists who were phenomenal never got nominated for Grammys and won because the Grammys were very old fashioned back in the day. So mm-hmm. they're much hipper now. All now, right, Mary so- J, Harry, DJ Khaled, Future to Dream, and uh, Mastering Engineer Randy Morell each have six. All right, I'm going to ask a question and then we'll go over the album of the year with the top. The Dream had an album out this year. No, the Dream is a producer on. Beyonce I know who the Dream. I know who the Dream is. Mm-hmm. You said the Dream. You were leading off the the people in terms of oh, in terms of how many nominations they have. In because terms I was of how like, many, I'm an, who are leading? I read you who are leading. Right. With the biggest All right. Um, I don't think DJ Khaled should be fucking eligible for an award. I mean, I mean, an album of the year. Of, come come I on, mean, come on. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, come no. on. I, you know, listen. What does a, he do? I know what he does, but I'm not. Listen, and he seems like a nice guy. As a Christian guy, but, woman, I'm just going to say. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I have but a I just don't think for him, or he treats him really I've well. Heard he's great. I've heard he's a great guy. That's not so the point. That, we're not grading. We're I'm not grading on the say, nice curve. Okay. Yeah, not. I mean, I understand they want to expand, and they have expanded the categories and expanded the. You know, but missing is forty five nominees in every category. But wasn't <laughs> the Nas the King's Disease two eligible this year, or was that only last year? I don't know. All right, let's go over the top. The 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 the. The album of the year, which has 5,000 nominees. Okay. Five fucking thousand nominees. It's ABBA Voyage. A but joke. That's a joke. I really like nominated. that album, but I did but like a, that album. It's yeah, a joke. All I right. know it's weird, but okay. Yeah. All right. Adele 30. Okay. Bad Bunny, Un Verano Sinti. Beyonce First time, first Spanish language record ever to be nominated for album Mary of the year. Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous, the deluxe edition. Brandy Carlisle in these silent days. Coldplay Music of the Spears. They had an album out this year? Kendrick Lamar, Mr. <laughs> Morale and the Big Steppers. Okay. Lizzo's special. Okay. And Harry Styles, Harry's House. Okay. First off, have you did you hear I didn't even hear the Mary J record, and that's my fault for not hearing it. I did. It. How is it? It's a Mary J. Bryce record. Is she going through growth? And learning about herself. She's and, learning about herself and there's and growth. And she's really feeling and learning to love herself and look she's at herself. She's learning to love herself. When you her. wake up in the morning, you say, you know, look in the mirror and say, good say, morning, hello, gorgeous. gorgeous. And Got feel, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a Mary J. Blige record. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Mary J. I will never say anything bad about Mary J., especially since I think if she saw me, she'd cut me. But that's neither mm-hmm. here nor there. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, I didn't even know Coldplay had a record out. They I think did. that's one of those things they go, oh, yeah, Coldplay, and they and check they had it. And hu- they had that huge single with BTS. Remember oh, what for was that? that? Alone, they right. shouldn't be nominated. Okay, so I think it comes down to between uh, Brandy Carlisle is like the thinking man's of Melissa Etheridge at this point. We're tired of her. She's very talented. She's very talented. It's just her extracurricular activities that are driving us up the wall. But I know that she is very talented. And friends of mine who are kind of right about Americana and country have said that this is a well-deserved record, well-deserved artist, and she was kind of overlooked for years. So I, she's. It's not like she's not. Worthy. I just don't think this is Honey, the she's year. She's gonna dig up Patsy Cline so she can produce. Her I know. Album from I just the don't grave. think it's like. I know she's like the female Dan Auerbach <laughs> at this point. I just don't think this is the year to give it to her. That said, here's what I think it's between. It's between Beyonce, Harry Styles, Bad Bunny, Adele, and uh, Kendrick. That's it. In terms of artistic credibility. Yeah. Should have gotten it for the other record in you know Beyonce. Who I think is the one to beat? Well, Harry. No, I actually think it's Bad Bunny. If I, you really I hope so. look, I if hope you so. look at the year, all of these artists got a tremendous amount of attention for their albums, including ABBA, tremendous, right. and had number one albums around the world. But Bad Bunny. More than Renaissance, which has stayed, it's still top 10 around the world. But Bad Bunny stayed at number one in the US. It kept going back to number one. Mm-hmm. I believe the album was number one for like nine or 10 weeks. I think it was like and, 10 weeks at number and one. Yeah. For a non English speaking album to do that, for him to be an, uh, an artist who said, I'm not going to cross into the American market having to be, do something different and do the obligatory, I'm going to try to make an English language r- record. 
that record was really huge. I don't think anybody saw it coming to be that big. And it is his time. While we all love the Harry Styles record, interestingly enough, you notice every time they pull try to get another single out of it, nothing has really had the same impact as, as it was. As it was is such a strong single. Well, I can see single. that winning I mean, in, that single, in single category there. because it is massive, right? Ma- and it's great. I mean, it's and the massive album and is it's great. really good. It yeah. is a really good album. But that song even eclipsed every song they've tried to come after. No, it is. So a I don't think it's that single. Bad Bunny just I for me, he is the one to beat. And he makes us yeah. I mean, not that they're and I just want to add he is an American artist. Mm-hmm. He's not, yes. he's, he's, well, no, he said crossover I, I, said, I know you mean English well, speaking. But, 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 yeah. but I'm talking about, but he is, but crossing to this market, singing in Spanish is not no, going it's, to be it's automatically very, it's difficult. And music from Puerto Rico does not just get funneled in our system. No, no, know? no. I, so, but I'm I talking just about want, crossing into this market and he did it in a into way. Into a pop market, it, yeah. Into a huge market and has a record that stayed at number one. And that shows you that he has grown, his, he, that his original audience has come with him and he has grown a mainland um, pop yeah. audience as well. I think that if if the Grammys, if Naris is interested in making a statement, which sometimes they are, and especially now that they have definitely done more outreach into people we know are now like on committees and voting, if they're interested in really making a statement, then Bad Bunny wins. Because that, as you said, this is a this is a historic achievement what he has done in terms well, of if he's interested in making a statement, if they're interested in giving, I mean, Harry Styles is great, but that is not an out of the box response to give it to the good looking white, you know, English guy. It's a great record. Um, I still will contend that this Beyonce record is is they would give it to her because they didn't give it to her for lemonade. The Adele record is really good. It's better than the record they gave it to her for, but I think she's been overshadowed. I think she's been overshadowed. And what was and the other she's, one? And she's won that twice already. This yeah. is what I think it's, I absolutely believe that they will get Beyonce is going to get, well, first of all, this makes me happy because all of the remixes I've done with her, Nothing was really commercially available. I think like the mixes for some of the stuff from I Am Sasha Fierce was like Halo, but most of the mixes were not. So they were never eligible to be nominated for a Grammy. So seeing Break My Soul, the Terry Hunt, the, the, the Terry Terry Hunter's remix be nominated in the remix category and her being nominated in the dance album and dance single, I think she's going to get those. Because if you look at most of her Grammys, which is 20-some-odd Grammys, they're always in the urban and the rap mm-hmm. song categories. And never in dance because none of the stuff is ever commercially available. Her making this dance record, I think they're going to give her like a best dance album. Oh, for sure. I love this record. I think it's a great album. Do I think this is the time they do it? I don't know because I actually thought people always say that Lemonade was the one that they absolutely thought, oh my well, God, I mean, yes. Four. I always, well, four to me is brilliant, right? But that's yeah. the one where um, the American Cup, they just fucked that whole campaign up. They really did. I thought the 2013 album that we dropped at midnight, the surprise album, right. was a great album. And those videos were great. That was the moment. And I was like, well, clearly, here's where you say, okay. You broke the internet. You broke the world. It's a great record. It's reviewed great. The videos are gorgeous. When it didn't happen there, and then it didn't happen for Lemonade, I have zero faith that for the black, gay-leaning dance record is the one where the Grammys. Well, but this is also has has gotten more mixed reviews. I mean, not that the Grammys go by that, but I really do think, and I mean, I'm being very idealistic because it's Naris. No matter how much they want to diversify it, it's still Naris, and you still have some old guy. But I really think that, like Bad Bunny, it, it nobody doesn't like Bad Bunny. He's across the this board. It's his time. It's his. This time. one is his record. And Harry time. Styles is great, but I think I think that Harry Styles will get single or song of the year because it is it is okay. So let's look at record of the year. Okay, so record okay, of the year is Abba. Don't shut it's me the down. Producer, well, right? record is award the award to artist and the producer. Okay, and recording engineer and or mixer and a mastering engineer, if other than the artist. Um, <clears throat> don't shut me down, Abba. Easy on me, Adele. 
Break My Soul, Beyonce. Good morning, gorgeous Mary J. Blythe. You and Me on the Rock, Blandy Carlisle, and Woman by Doja Cat. I love that fucking song. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. The Heart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time, Lizzo, As It Was Harry. See, this is a strong... Right, now, it's... Bad Habit could be a sneak attack. Yeah. That could be a sneak attack. Like, it's hard to say... There it's hard to say no one re- doesn't deserve it, you know? Right. It is, but it's also hard to say that it was a bigger record than as it was when it came to singles because that shit stayed number one. It came out in April, and I think it was still number one when Summer rolled around. Lasted you longer, I mean? lasted like, longer than Liz Truss. Like, listen, when Summer came around, <laughs> no, it that is. shit was still a and, hit. And you know what? You know what? You can mm-hmm. hear it now, and it doesn't sound like, and, oh, no. that song. It still it's, sounds it's, good. It's, it's, I told you the second, I think I called you the second mm-hmm. I heard, I went, I already have this thing memorized. I already have yep. it in my head. I mean, for, on first listen, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, well, here it is. Yeah, it, So it. it's the third album. If you could get, as a single solo artist no. who comes out of a group, if you can get to your third album, the first one is successful. Okay, okay, I beat the thing. The right. second one, if you can get the second one to be successful, where it's not the fluke of all of the fairy dust from the first album coming right. out of your group. Okay. Then the third album, you really get to start stretching your wings as an artist to say, this is who I am. So coming out the box with a, with a single like that that just dominated the fucking world for months. And also and also defied genre in a lot of ways. And I'm looking at a, a, some of these other ones like, okay, we love Break My Soul. That grew on me. But that also took time to get to number one. And I yeah. feel like it did not jump to number one until she did the Queen's remix with Madonna. Good Morning Gorgeous. I like it. But I, is that one of Mary's it's best not, songs? It's not one of Mary's best songs, one. no. Woman by Doja Cat is great. But it also feels like that's still from that same album that she won for... A hundred years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Easy on me. You know, it's it's a, it's a typical. A, it's a not my moment. favorite song on the record, and, and that also was number one for a lot of weeks. But it's going to be hard when I look at all of these, even "Bad Habit" by Steve Lacey, which is amazing. So good. I just. I think this like, has been Harry's moment. The yeah, tour. This, I mean, this, even this the gossip, go even everything. Yeah. He's just sort of he's in everybody's face, but but nobody minds it. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody's like get rid of him already, Adele. Yeah. All right. What's um? All right. So best new artist. You want to okay, do well, best? Let's go. I'm, I'm reading because I have okay. a list in front of me. So song okay. of the year, uh, it's a, which is a songwriters award, right? Okay. So we have Gail for A B C D E F U. Whatever. Um, about damn time, Lizzo. All too well, Taylor Swift, and you know they love her. That's where they can give her. They something. do love her. As it was. Yeah. Uh, bad habit. Break my yeah. soul. Easy on me. God did. Which is, you know, Khaled. Khaled and, and, and Jay-Z. And, and The Heart Part 5. And just like that, Barney Ray. Wait a minute. <laughs> I love Barney. I am not saying, I do not want the poll quote to be, I love Barney Ray, but that's a surprising throw. You know what? It is, Fine. but you know what the fiercest thing about it is? It's great. It's a great <laughs> As song. As I'm sitting here going through all she of these win. things. She could win. All of these songs have a list of songwriters, except Taylor Swift only has two for hers, Liz Rose and Taylor And Swift. Harry has and, three. And Harry has three, but Bonnie Raitt's is songwriter, Bonnie Ray. Oh, she wrote this one? Yeah, yeah. they could go for it just on just to make a statement. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I think this is Harry's. I don't know yeah. if they'll give it yeah. for both of them, but I think they no. might give it more for production. Yeah, okay, this is going to be no. I think this is Harry's year where he's going to sweep those categories because that song it is the it was the song of the spring. It was the song of the summer. It's the song of the year. All right, and best it's the new, best song yeah, on the album. Yeah. It's the best song yeah. on the album in my. I, I think. Uh, All right, best new artist. Anita. Oh my god, there's a hundred people on this uh, fucking list. Anita, Omar Apollo, Domi, and JD Beck. Money Long, Samara Joy. I love Samara Joy. Her jazz work is amazing. Right. Lotto, Maina Skin, Toby Ngawi, uh, Molly Toodle, and Wet Leg. I, I would love Wet Leg to take it. I would love I would love to see Toby snatch this or Samara Joy. I would not be upset if Wet Leg took it either. I, isn't Maniskin been around for quite some time? No. Didn't they win? They won like- The Euro what? thing a couple of years. Like, yeah. It's only- They've just- 
hit out the box, but they, it's, they, 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 I would love wet leg because wet leg would just be just such a breath of fresh air. Omar Apollo has been around for some time too, but I I understand it's like when you first become aware of them, I I would love wet leg. I don't think they'll win it, but it would be very fun. I mean, they did make the most media splash. Yeah. Everybody was talking about them for real. All right. Best pop solo performance. Easy on me, Adele, Moscow Mule, Bad Bunny, Woman Doja Cat, Bad Habit, Steve Lacey, About Damn Time, Lizzo, as it was Harry Styles. Wait a minute, he's, Steve Lacey is in the pop category? Uh-huh. All right. There's not a bad, there's no well, song. Well, he's got, he had, he had a number one, the song went number one at the Hot 100. No, no, I know. Yeah. There's not a, there's he's not a song. He's also nominated in, for Best Alternative R&B, R&B Album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one they'll give it to him. They'll give it uh-huh. to him for that. Um, this is going to be between uh, Harry and they might, you know, now that Lizzo is kind of a Grammy darling, they could give it to her for about damn time. Yeah, it's not her best song, though. But it was a number one hit. It's not about, we're talking about best songs versus things that are a hit in today's marketplace. Yeah. And, and who's um, voting? I would like, you know, there's no, there's nobody I particularly object to on that one, yeah. you know. All right, what else? Best pop duo group performance. Abba, don't shut me down. I don't even, you know, I'm sorry. I don't even, that is just some fucking bullshit. The record didn't, it was, it was not that good a record. It really wasn't. I actually like the album. I'm shocked to see it here. I did like the album, but I am shocked to see it here. But I did like the other album. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but it just it came and went. It was an event. It's not mm-hmm. an album of any substance with not well, that, about that matters. Bam Bam, Camilla Cabello featuring Ed Sheeran. Um what? What? Yeah, thank you. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> My universe, Coldplay and BTS. Oh God. And I like you, a happier song, Post Malone and Doja Cat, and Unholy, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. All right. I don't want to see Sam Smith ever again, but you know, <laughs> um, I don't get them. <laughs> Best traditional pop vocal album. Higher, Michael Bublé. When Christmas Comes Around, Kelly Clarkson. I Dreamed of a Christmas Extended, Nora Jones. Evergreen, Pentatonix. Oh, this is the Christmas album. Who cares about that? Move to the good categories. Christmas and thank, album. And thank you, Diana Ross. That's a Christmas record? No, this is best pop vocal album. Oh, I thought it was a Christmas record. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about any of those people. All right. Okay, next. best dance electronic recording. You don't have to read this because these are my people. I know. Break My Soul, Beyonce. Rosewood by Bonobo. Don't Forget My Love by Diplo and Miguel. I'm Good by David Guetta and B.B. Rexa. I still don't understand B.B. Rexa. I just I have I no problem with her. Intimidated, Kate Chinacha featuring H.E.R. I don't, this category, okay. Okay. It would be nice if, you know, there was some more dance artists in this category. Well, you okay. know, you mean like Beyonce getting knees, nominated for a dance? I'm sorry, like Beyonce getting nominated for a dance award? You can't have it both well, ways, Well, my this friend. was a dance record, but I mean, I know so many dance I know, that, I know, I know. I'm looking at Kate Trinata and Diplo. It's like they just pick names that they knew because so many real dance artists No, of course, they don't make albums. it to this point. It's the same they thing. They don't get to this point. All right. Even, even looking at the best dance electronic albums, Renaissance Beyonce, Fragments Bonobo, Diplo Diplo, The Last Goodbye Odessa, and Surrender Rufus de Soul. I'm going to try not to be upset. Okay, okay best rock performance. No, oh, nobody, just skip that. Nobody cares. But Can wait. you name a rock band? Can you name a rock band? Uh, well, when, when I'm reading these, I'm like, Old Man by Beck? Okay. So Happy yeah. at Hearst by Brian Adams? Is Brian Adams Brian. rock? Oh, what else would he be? I Easy listening. No, uh, wow. I'm wow. sorry. Not everything I do, I do for you, Rock. Old school. I love Brian. Brian Adams is one of my guilty pleasures. You will not say anything bad about Brian Adams. I have. I will go to my grave defending <laughs> early Brian Adams. I love him. I love him. I love him. I don't Wild, care. Okay. Wild Child by the Black Keys. Ugh, them I don't love. Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. What? Miss Thing. Take a seat, bitch. Crawl by <laughs> Idols and Patient Number Nine, uh, Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck. All right, this is only because Foo Fighters didn't make a record. Today. And Holiday by Turnstile. It does feel that way. Oh, Turnstile is really good. 
Turnstile is like a, a punk band. They're like a real, they're good, actually. Okay. The kids so like them. Ben Merlis, Ben Merlis turned me. Okay. Hi, Ben. I know you always listen. Ben Merlis turned me on to Turnstile. Okay. okay, so best rock album. What do you think it is? Dropout Boogie, The Black Keys, Ugh. The Boy Named If, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, uh, Crawler by The Idols. Mainstream Sellout by Machine Gun Kelly, Patient Number Nine, Ozzy Osbourne, and Lucifer on the Sofa, Spoon. Uh, Elvis. Maybe they'll give it to Elvis. Okay. Best alternative music performance. There Better Be a Mirrorball, Arctic Monkeys, Certainly Big Thief, King, Florence and the Machine, Shades Lounge, Wet Leg. Wet Leg, Wet Leg. Spitting Off the Edge of the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Featuring Perfume Genius. I only heard the Wet Leg record, so I'm going to go Wet Leg. That was a great record. Best alternative yeah. music album. Okay. We, yeah. Arcade Fire, Dragon, gonna, New Warm They're not going to get it. We can just, they're not going to get it because they, of him. They, they no, gave because the, of oh, him. that's right. They're not going to get it because of him. So we can just write that one off. All right. <laughs> uh, Dragon, New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, Big Thief, Fasora Bjork. No, she's not going to get it. Wet leg, wet leg, wet and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool it down. I think wet leg. I think they they're the hip choice, and they got great great press. All right, yeah. what else? Get best to the R- rap category okay. so I can get really right, pissed. Let's, let's go. Left. <laughs> uh, well, let's go. Best best traditional R and B performance: Snow Allegra, "Do I Love You," Babyface featuring LMA, uh, Beyonce, "Plastic Off the Sofa." Adam Blackstone featuring Jasmine Sullivan and Mary J. Best R and B song: "Cuff It." Good morning, George. Good morning, gorgeous. Itself as a song got a lot of recognition. Yeah. Hers and hers by uh, Smoony Long. Hurt me so good. Jasmine Sullivan, PJ Morton. Okay, best progressive R and B album: Corey Henry, Steve Lacey, Terrence Martin, Moonchild, Tank and the Bangers. I love Tank and the Bangers. Best R and B album: Steve, It's Steve Lacey's. You can't. It's really deny interesting. Him. Best R and B album, which they did not put Beyonce in any. They they definitely her nominations. I've noticed are in the mainstream over, and then or the dance, or and then they pick certain songs for those R and B songs. So she did not get an R and B album nomination. It's yeah. Mary J, Chris Brown, Robert Glasper, Lucky Day, and P J Morton. They're not going to give it to Chris Brown. I think they're know. still. I think there's stank on him still. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't okay, know, I best can't... rap performance. Ugh. God did, uh, which is the Khaled. Right. Vegas Doja Cat. Push and P Gunna featuring Future and Young Thug. That might get it. FNF Let's Go Hit Kid and Glorilla and the Heart Part Five Kendrick. I think that uh, Push and P might get it because it was a yeah. huge single. It was a huge single. Yeah, I think it that they a, might it get it. But th- but if you're a Grammy voter, you recognize Kendrick's name. Right. Um, <laughs> best melodic rap performance. I never understood what that means, but okay. Okay, they tell you. For a solo or collaborative performance containing both elements of R&B melodies and rap. Okay, so that's uh, basically every goddamn rapper <laughs> these days who sing songs. That's Miss all Bang, the sing-songy rappers. Please don't get me started. Don't I, that's the all the sing-songy rappers. I'm just a dancer from Peoria. No. Beautiful DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA. Wait for You, Future featuring Drake and Tim's. That was a big record. First Class by Jack Harlow. Die Hard, Kendrick Lamar featuring... Amanda Reese, Reefer, and somebody else. And, and Big Energy Live by Lotto. Live? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I guess there's a live version. There's a live version? <laughs> and they like that one best. I was going to okay. say, isn't that the live or deluxe Missing. thing they pull when they want to keep using the same record over and over and over again? Oh, okay. All right, give me the best, rap album. Best, okay, best rap songs. Oh. A Songwriters Award. A song is eligible. <laughs> There's a hundred people in each song, right? Yes. Churchill okay. Downs, that's Jack Harlow featuring Drake. God okay. did. Kendrick with uh the Heart Part Five. Okay. Uh Push and P, Gunna featuring Future, and Wait for You, Future between Drake featuring Drake and Tips. Okay, here we go. Best rap album. DJ Khaled, God did. Future, I never liked you. Come Home Kids, We Miss You, Jack Harlow, Mr. Morell and the Big Steppers, Kendrick, and It's Almost Dry, Pusha T. I would vote for Pusha T. That would be the one, right? That would He's the fiercest, and it would be yeah. an upset. It would be an upset, because he would, but I would vote for Pusha T. He's consistently 
the guy and but that would also give Kanye a Grammy. Uh, He's the producer. It's him and Pharrell are the producers on that album. Doesn't the uh, producer get it too? Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> that might be the caveat. I mean, it's like you don't want to they say might have to, They might have to make him sign something. Hey, it's, listen, listen, we're going to give you the Grammy, but you can't thank him or bring him up here. I mean. But that would give him, I mean, I'm just saying if they're going to be like, we, it's the art, not the artist. His work as a producer is not, has never been the issue. Now, here's another interesting one. Best comedy album. The closer. Are we up for it? Are we Dave up for Dave Chappelle, Comedy Monster, Jim Gaffigan, A Little Brains, A Little Talent, Randy Rainbow. Uh, all, we Are, all wait. scream Patton Oswalt and sorry, Louis C.K. They're not going to do it again with him. They fucked up so bad last year with that. They're oh, not going to they? Because no one cared. He got it. And no, everybody cared that he got for it. For two it, seconds, and they moved on. Nothing well, I don't really think happened. they'll. I don't think they'll twice in a year. I would. But love you have to see who votes for it. And comedians stand by. You know, the people vote in the categories. You know that you are part of, and comedians stick with each other through a well, lot of Well, not the shit. women. I just don't think they'll do mm-hmm. it again. It's one thing to. They don't think they need. I mean, it'll be. It'll. I would love Randy Rayleigh, though. It'll probably be Chappelle or Gaffigan. I don't really. I mean, pay attention to comedy albums. I don't think I've listened to a comedy album since a Richard Pryor record. <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't even know they were still a thing. But all right, continue. Anything else? Uh, th- those are the best. We got the those are the ones. ones. So what do you? Yeah, think? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, whatever. You, whose year do you think? I think that Beyonce will absolutely win the dance awards because people will want to give her something. So they'll yeah. be like, boom, she's gonna. Terry will win that Best Remix Award because they will see her name. And she's never in that category because we never released any of that great work. This city, She owns all that work, too. It would all be a shame if, if Adele was seen as the safe choice because it is her best record. It really is. It's better than 25, I think. Well, I think her best record to me was No, but I'm talking be about her the, best yeah. record. But I, I'm saying. I, I love 19. Like yeah, her first well, album to me still is just still. Yeah, this is a very mature it work. Would be ju- it would just be a shame if she was seen as, oh, we're going to give it to Adele because she's like, you know, we well, just no, give it to Adele. Well, no, because she's got the, 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 the album came out, was a huge hit. It sold a lot. It stayed number one around the world. Uh Easy on Me was one of her biggest singles to right. stay number one for a long time. It's her longest running UK number one. I so would just I, love Bad Bunny to take it. I think but it would just be I don't think it's time to say this is Adele's third album of the year yet. No, Not they for can't this do one. that. Not for they this can't one. do it. I would love to see Bad Bunny. I'd be happy with Bad Bunny be or him. Harry Styles. I, do. I think so too. I think it's going to be him. As much as I know everybody wants Beyonce to win that award, no, it's and his I think moment. eventually she will it's win his that moment. award. Just the the Bad Bunny burned up the world with this. No, record. it's and his then moment. Took it out on and the road he toured on, a huge on this record show and just. And you know this what? Is his too, moment. and not to like, and then we can get into other stuff. And you've talked about this. She releases records and then disappears. He's it's been hard. in our fucking face the entire time, and Harry Styles, and not in a bad way. I He's said been to a, there. Friend, a friend, and he was trying to argue with me, like, she doesn't have to. I said, listen, I've worked with a lot of these ladies, including her. I do think, I'm not saying you have to come out and do a million interviews, but I have always felt like it is important for your fans to see you when you come time to go to work. And when the only time your fans see you is when, you know, they're paying out hundreds and or thousands of dollars on tour. It's like, I get it, but not everybody has that to see you. So it's it was a dance record, and I would have loved to have seen it. You know, it came out in the summer. There was so much outdoor stuff and yeah. activities and things, and I would have loved to have seen her just pop up somewhere. Like, when you disappear, I do think it can be out of sight, out of mind a little bit. But- yeah. Because for what this is to me, Nadia, I shouldn't say to me, this is one of her biggest streaming albums. Because, you know, it's hard for the artists who come from a sales base, as we've seen, transitioning to, the, to, to a streaming era. You know, I think Mariah has suffered that as being an artist who sells a lot. How do you capture that same energy in a streaming world? 
But this is one of her bigger streaming records, and it's not left the top of the top regions of the charts around the world. So for that, it could be that people, you have nothing to go on for this with this album but the music, right? So that could bring it back to yeah. People but to I mean, the, the streaming is true, but then Herbie Hancock, you know what I mean? It's like they don't always. They gave it to Steely Dan, but they don't always. I mean, it's still the Grammys. They might pull mm-hmm. a. We're gonna give it to you know, so it can work both ways. Selling a lot obviously is good, and let's keep in mind it is a TV show. Um, but I'd love to see Bad Bunny do it. I'd love to see it. I think it's his to lose. To yeah. me, it's his to lose. Me too. I think Unless so too. Unless the dark horse could be everybody having the Kendrick moment, right? And yeah. revitalizing that record. And everyone I know who went to that tour said- I heard it was it amazing. Was, amazing. It, it just, they said it was an, ex, it was, yeah. it just was a piece of art, right? So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, this is a good. Say, I'm not mad at this. I'm now, not mad at I've this been seeing people are upset. They're like because Blackpink they felt like was left out, mm-hmm. but it's like there's always mm-hmm. something to complain about. You know what I and mean? I mean, are they? I mean, they're fine, but it's like they'll be what? fine. Yeah, and come on. No one, yeah, it's like mm, yeah, it's I can't not, tell one K-pop group from the other. There, I said it. No, um, <laughs> what's that right. one that just had the hit that we were like? I Who? have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I don't, so, I don't know what's happening. It's fine. All right. So Dave Chappelle. I don't even think any people who listen to our show know a lot of those groups too. Like, no, because there's some. You've known some of the BTS songs. Like, I don't know any of their songs. If you have kids and Mm -hmm. you listen to this show, you know the K-pop groups, right? If you have teenage, if you have tween girls, you know these guys. Whether you want to or not, you know them (laughs) because they are. Teen idols. I mean, right. you know, they're teen idols, and that's just—I mean—that's just sort of the fact. All right, uh, Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle's become sort of a tradition that he does the post-election show, mm-hmm. and so he was the host. Um, they give him like a ton. He's not smoking anymore. You notice that he's not up there chain smoking. Well, see, but he was smoking a bunch and a bunch of the clips. He had cigarettes a bunch. All though, right, not in the there. monologue though. He's not yeah, smoking. Mm-hmm. Um. He, um, you know, they give him a chunk of time. He had like a 15-minute monologue. Yeah, no, he always gets, it's like, it's just basically he's doing a stand-up set. Um, okay, so he touched on a lot of different topics. The, 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 he ta- he talked, what he talked about with Trump was really interesting. I, all right, I, di- I watched it three times. It is funny what he said and what he said about Kanye and anti-Semitic. There was a, a grain of humor in it, but there was also the line that literally shut the audience down and it was silence on television, which is a lot, was when he said, he was talking about Kanye and Kyrie and he said, I'm sort of paraphrasing, you know, I know Jews have gone through terrible things throughout history and around the world, but you can't blame black Americans for it. And I thought that was so tone deaf because no one is blaming black Americans for anti-Semitism. No one. I've never. What they're saying is, is can you support Jews the way that Jews support you know, I don't think that. So I thought that was super tone deaf. And there was also some. But as a black person, I got to tell you, it doesn't always feel that way. You know, I've, I mean, I've never it met any. It, never it feel, met any. Yeah. It but, feel, you know, I feel like there's always been tension sometimes between the two communities and it's humor. Right. And not all of it is funny and not every joke lands. And the thing that I find interesting is, is. Everybody loved it when it was the Chappelle show, Dave Chappelle, and that shit was, you know, everything was nigger, 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 and stereotypes of blacks, and nobody had any problem with any of that humor. And it was on the line. Some people could even say it crossed the line, and it was seen as funny and brilliant and great. I find it interesting that when he's stepping into the wheelhouse of other areas, then it's not great anymore, right? Well, so, but you didn't like his trans, the stuff he said about trans. Well, I don't I'm not a you. Well, I'm not. Well, the the weird thing about the trans thing was, what I didn't like was okay. Originally, he told the jokes, people didn't like it, and when the, his reaction to people not liking it seemed to be to make a whole show to go really pointed and be like, "You don't like this, so now I'm going to just come at you," and that, that seemed. He gets like, a little that seemed sort like of an like, attack. he gets a little you know sort what of I mean, like, for lack of a better have, word. That's the problem. I, mm-hmm. I, I look, there were some of the lines 
that were sort of funny, but then there was, it, it sort of seemed, and this is some of it on paraphrase and stuff I've read. First off, it, it sort of seemed like what he was saying is the bad thing is saying it, not thinking it. Right. And it's, it, it was just, I mean, I know humor is supposed to be uncomfortable, but he has positioned himself as more than a comedian now. To right. his credit. He is no longer, we don't go to Dave Chappelle for yuck, yuck, yuck. You go to Kevin Hart for yuck, yuck, yuck. And that's no diss to Kevin Hart. You go to, so he has positioned himself as a very thoughtful, very intelligent, very um, well um, thought out um, commentator on the world. And he's always walked the line. I just thought that some of this stuff, he kind of. It, it crossed like, it to you. A little bit, though I did find it funny, but it's like the difference between like Italians can make jokes about themselves. It's like one of those things is like uh, the issue with Kyrie, it's more than, you know, I don't know. I Yes, it was but funny. I feel like it was a commentary and I, I'm not looking to my comedians to spit facts. And I always think this. But he's some more facts than a comedian. He is. But he's, but he's still his, a comedian first. That is his job. I, how people receive him right. is how people receive him. But his job is a comedian. And right. some people are going to find it funny. Listen, I come from an era of my parents playing Richard Pryor records in the house. So, like, my humor is admittedly way over the line where some people might find some things funny and some things can be, and some things can be, I'm just, I'm just speaking about some things can be offensive to people. And I see the reactions. It's all in how something is said. And if I get the point and if I can get the sense of irony of what somebody is saying in a joke and how they're saying it. Right. I know the difference between somebody standing up there flat out being racist and thinking that that's funny, and then race humor, which these days just makes people uncomfortable, period, right? Yeah, I don't think that, that, I just think that I've always thought that Dave Chappelle, and the thing is, to be fair, he is a comedian, but he also, a comedian does not release a 40-minute lecture at high school students saying, you better think I'm, you know, I mean, he he goes both, but he is- Well, that's ego, and that, you know, listen, he's very famous- you know what right. I mean? He's been doing this a long a time. Comedi- he is a comedian, but he is a different level of comedian. I mean, it's a different, which is fine. I will say, though, Which that gives some of those comedians feeling like a little more carte blanche to do more, right? Because most people are scared to say anything now. I just think that it was he was funny. I think he came very close in the line. I think the problem is that he has shown his hand on other issues, and sometimes I go... I don't know. I mean, I think that he, it, I was tainted his comments about trans people and I have conversations mm-hmm. about trans people. I have, I'm not a hundred percent. I have questions and comments and concerns, but I think he just sort of has kind of tipped his hand in a way with some ways that he is viewing things. He is coming at things from a, a sense of a world that you and I don't live in. So it was a little, but some of it was funny, but I did, you know, walk away with sort of kind of going, all right, I think the world will go on. I don't think it's his responsibility to go up there. Listen, and go, you know, I'm not a huge try- fan of most of uh, standup comedians. I'm not a huge Dave Chappelle fan, but I just do find it interesting that during the Chappelle show years and the depictions and a lot of characters that he was doing was characterization, characterizations, caricature. Characterization. Thank you. I cannot speak to that. Caricatures, uh, caricatures. Of, of yeah. black culture and black men and some of it was very stereotypical and could mm-hmm. be offensive to some people but everybody was laughing and had no issue with that i'm like you know what i mean it's like this has been his well humor. he had an issue with it that's why he walked absolutely away the and he walked away but but people couldn't understand when he walked away it was like yeah. oh my god they they didn't they didn't they had no issue with the humor so i'm like he's always been this person no he's always and, been and i kind of these days amy with everybody having to be so politically correct, I'm not mad that we still have motherfuckers who are bold enough to, to push the line. Well, I don't now. think it's politically correct. I don't think you should. I don't. I'm not saying he did, but I'm, I don't think I, it's, this it's, isn't about the. I just like because when we talk about freedom of speech and, and expression, there's going to be some shit that we don't like. But I think you have the right to do it and say it, right? Yeah, I've never and, said you don't. I just and, found no, I'm, not, it, I'm just. I'm talking about yeah. some of the reactions that yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. online and what people are saying in the universe. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to like everything. 
It's yeah. also an adult show. It doesn't come your kids. It's not a kids show. It comes on at eleven thirty at night, and it's like we know yeah, what you're I, getting it, when you watch. Well, it was just the fact that there has mm. been this rise in anti-Semitic re- re- com, um, yeah, absolutely. attacks. I, I think uh, that's what it. It was like if yes. he had got if there had been if he had been making jokes about Native Americans on the heels of a bunch of Native Americans bad things. I think everybody would have their back up too. Um, and it's just the climate of the country now. And um, okay, well. I am very proud of our Dua Lipa. Can I just say that? Mm-hmm. So the World Cup is when? Two weeks? When is it? I think it starts like in a week and a half or some shit. So it's in Qatar, which is mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like one of the worst human rights offending countries ever. <laughs> Where, yeah, people are being go- gay. You can go to jail <laughs> for being gay. Or the migrant workers that they brought in there are living in really horrible. One of the richest countries in the world. In the and the world. people are coming there to work are being treated like animals. And, and, and- basically enslaved because they bring mm-hmm. them in and pay them and then go, oh, and by the way, we're taking your passports. And you can't go home and pay them very like dirt wages, dirt yeah. wages. Um, anyway, so of course FIFA gave them the World Cup because what better way to reward uh, criminal, anti-humanitarian, capitalist bullshit than to give them the biggest money-making event of the year? Wee! So there have Dua Lipa has flat out said, "I am." You know, there were rumors she was going to perform like the theme song. She has said no. She is someone who's always spoken out about human rights, but very sadly, and I'm crushed by this. Robbie Williams is performing. Well, there's a lot of people. It's and the World got- Cup, and the countries are performing. It's a really complicated thing, right? Because they're FIFA followers. They support their their. But it's national pride. And when do you take a stand? Yeah. Does Robbie Williams need a? Has check? Robbie Williams ever taken a stand on anything? But well, why not now? You know what I mean? Because you well, have I'm to stand up. Because I believe you have to believe in something and stand to stand. Well, for I mean, I would like to it. think that someone is someone who has had a huge gay following certainly would not want to perform in a country where a gay person go to jail. David Beckham, who give me a break, everyone you know, huge gay fan base. Why is he going Does there? He, as a rep- okay, I'm. I'm so, I don't I'm, find him attractive. I'm I don't so glad him. that you just said that. I read because, it on the internet. I because read it on they've the been internet. trying it. All of us gays have been coming right back being like, I don't know why y'all think that. He's not. And I, Somebody called him a, an, a gay icon and the kids went up. They were like, we've always thought he was cute, but he's not an icon to us. Well, no, we've I'm never looked at him. Like, yeah, and they keep trying him. to make him that, and neither do most his, gays. All right, his wife is a gay Well, icon. she's darling. She's a, she's <laughs> icon. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's Miss right. Icon so Drilling. So maybe by extension, he's a gay. Yeah, I, I mean, he's all right. Him. I mean, we liked his fashion, right. and he had a frosted tip. He's not posh. No, no, like, no. And, he, talk, on, and, like, he, and no, he has a little kind of fake like, voice. It's like, know your place in the role, David. Yeah. But I'm just upset, you know, the Black Eyed Peas, of course, who would play at the opening of an envelope. So, of course, they're there. Oh, but say, hold on, wait. I'm sorry, that was the Black Eyed Peas. They're out on the corner on 139th of the really club. Going, They're playing. Wait, they just went because really, really. they have a new album that they literally have an album really. that just dropped last Friday. So, did you know mm-hmm. that they they have a new album? Yeah. Because you know it's the three guys, they have a new album, and they're outside right now. They just went oh, by on the cool. club. Tell them I said hi. Okay. Um. Shut up! Just shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Just I did like that song. Do you remember? <laughs> Kim, are you old enough I, to remember I, when the Black Eyed Peas were considered an alternative rapper? Yes, and Kim was in it. Right, and yes. I have that first album. Yeah, and they were great. Listen, they I'm were never great. Gonna, I still feel like they're right. They put out a couple of records after Fergie, which have been rap albums that are good records. And he's a we'll, good producer. Yes, yes. He is a good producer. Yes, and they'll be opening up the sandwich shop on twenty third. <laughs> Really, and 10th, really, it's a World I've Cup pop-up. Them, them, yeah, World Cup pop-up. They'll be out there going, let's get it started. Or, and and every they mm-hmm. do songs that if you don't speak English, you can sing along with mm-hmm. very easily. Mm-hmm. It's very Euro disco. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring the mood down a little bit, if it's okay with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk about Keith Levine, um, uh-huh. the death of Keith Levine. So Keith Levine was an original member of The Clash, um, has a song on the very first Clash record, What's My Name? And he was a founding member of Public Image Limited, which was Johnny, he was then John Lydon's group after mm-hmm. the breakup of the Sex Pistols. And 
you know, when, when people list like the, the influential guitarists of all time, Keith Levine's name does not get mentioned, but Keith Levine's name needs to get mentioned because if you listen to Keith Levine's guitar work, there is a direct through line to the edge from you right. two. There is no way in hell that they didn't hear those early pill records, um, the first public image and then um, the metal box. And I can tell you, I remember so vividly, Courtney, because Metal Box, which was Pill's second record, mm-hmm. was came in a metal box, like a film canister. Mm-hmm. And it was three singles in a film canister. And you had to unscrew it. And the uh, thing cost back a fortune. when it was fierce packaging when the kids. No, it was unbelievable. Like a, and you had to like, shit. it was I like, it, it yeah, was yeah. like 10 songs. Each mm-hmm. song is like seven minutes long. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, w- we must have all chipped in to buy it because right. it was expensive back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so remember, <clears throat> literally, it was an event, this record. And it ch- and I saw them perform in San Francisco. They very famously performed it at Great Gildersleeves behind a, a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a riot, basically, or maybe that was the Rich Show. Anyway, Keith Levine, he then moved on. He, he had, you know, problem, drug problems, which is not unusual. Moved to LA, worked with Delicious Vinyl of all wow. of all people. Worked with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, anyway, a phenomenal. Listen to those records and that that kind of like just a phenomenal guitar player. And one of these people where doesn't get mentioned, but he passed away last week. And and I have been going back and listening to that public image stuff. You know, the drone jaw wobble on bass. It's uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. So he he passed away. And another kind of sad news: Roberta Flack. Um, there's a documentary coming out about her this week. Is it coming? Well, out? okay. This is it is um, <clears throat> where you'll be able to see it. Okay, so. She there's a documentary that's that's making its premiere um, at this weekend at the um, which film festival? It's the DOC NYC, the the nation's largest oh, documentary doc, doc, festival. Yeah, at SVA, and it'll be available for one week via the festival's website from November 18th to the 27th. Then it'll be available to the general public on television on January 24th as part of uh, American Masters on PBS. And that's oh, great. Most people Prestige, see very it. prestigious. Now, let's just say this. And it's, and it's great that today's the day the Grammy nominations came out because I don't think we talk enough about the genius of Roberta Flack. People always go through the list of who are the greatest singers. There's just so many, and there's so many women, especially women, right? We've talked about women who produce and women who write and not getting their due. But there were so many women who were out there writing and producing their music. And Roberta Flack is just so many people started and worked with her from Luther Vandross and Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway, just... Her writing is incomparable. Those records still stand up. And her voice was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, she's she's still writing a children's book. And they say with ALS, it's, it's really hard for her to speak. And But she was given the keys to the city this um, summer by our nightlife mayor, Mayor Boogie Downtown. <laughs> and, you know, she's an icon. And she still lives in the Dakota. <laughs> She does, right? Yeah. And remember, she owned more than one apartment in the Dakota. I know, and I think she I sold know. like the other apartment. It was like just an icon with a catalog that is absolutely worth revisiting. We're gonna put some songs up on our playlist this 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 week, uh, some Roberta music. Um, but you know, it makes me sad to hear of her journey, but I'm glad that she's still alive and still fighting and still keeping it going. And she has a children's book that she's working on this coming. And I think this documentary will put her and her music back in the light. And I'm really excited to see it. I've been a fan of her since I was a little... Her voice from the time I was a little kid was one of those voices that connected to my ears. Like her voice, Aretha Franklin's voice, uh, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. She does get forgotten. I think the way Gladys does. I think, I I mean, she's... She was somebody who is... um, I mean, her version of First Time Ever I Saw Your Face is just heartbreaking. You know what I mean? And that she had... Feel like making love. Well, and also that, you know, her... 
you know, her biggest success in many ways was when um, uh, Killing Me Softly, you know. You know, is, and then her duets, you know, but it's like her work with people. Bryson. She does get, she does get overlooked people, in a lot of ways. They, do, they don't talk about her as a songwriter, as a producer, or a singer. You know, right. Roberta Flack sold a lot of records. She was on right. Atlantic Records for and a lot of years. And was a serious musician, And then too. when she kind of came back and made some more records... In the late 90s, early 2000s, those were successful as well. She's a very, very talented woman yeah. whose catalog completely deserves It's sad, it's a, sad a, that a something sad is going to bring us to, because ALS is a horrible disease. It's horrible. Um, but I'm um, very happy there's a documentary yes, coming because yes. now it's like, let's celebrate Roberta. She's still alive. Let her know that we appreciate the work. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, yeah. her music. And that, you know, it wasn't all for nothing. It all stands for something, and we love it, and there's value. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to talk about what we're listening to? Because I can't I can't talk about Elon Musk anymore. I no. Fuck him. Uh, well, do you know, for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> that's our, that's our going to be our side show. That's going to be our other show that we do for the underground for some for reason. For some reason, I have gone back to David Bowie's album Outside, which is one That's of his- That's the one on Columbia. That was the one on Columbia, where, where, right? Which is, no, I don't think it was on Columbia yet. This was um, still EMI, and it was the one where the uh, Pet Shop Boys had produced a song from called Hello, Space Boy. And oh, right. it was one of those really experimental, weird albums that when it came out, people did not get it and like it. But And they thought that it was too long. But I've been having a full moment with that album again. And WizKid's new album. You know, I love a WizKid album. He dropped yeah. a new album called More Love, Less Ego. Oh, and Glorilla. I've been listening to her. Anyways, Life's Great new EP moment and the Springsteen record. You know what? I can't be, I can't be mad at anything Bruce Springsteen does. Bruce Springsteen is a, is a quality prestige artist. If he, Mm -hmm. even when he misses, he doesn't miss by far. This is the music he does. Soul Survivor. It's a, it's a covers record. It's, you know, American, it's the American songbook, but soul and um, R&B and early rock. This is his world. This Mm -hmm. is, he was a bar band guy. He's 70 something years old. This is his frame of reference as well. He should do these songs. I happen to be a fan of somebody, if you're going to do a cover, then make it not sound exactly like the original. Because if I want to hear the original, I can hear the original. But that said, you can tell he's having a blast doing this. He looks great. Go for it. And he must really like it because he is... He's on. The, he's doing a Tonight Show takeover the entire week. He's hosting yeah. the show. I've. He's been doing press. He's been everywhere. No, he's I'm like, into you it. Li- I'm like, you like this record because you. And the kids are, are out of the house. He's yeah. bored. You know, and he's got to do something. <laughs> I mean, you know, Patty's like Patty. Patty's like. You but know. haven't you been listening to your Nas King's disease? Oh, um, all right. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, how often can you think of? And I'm being serious that an artist. Back to back to back, at, in the t- in the elder part of his career, right, is putting out these these records: King's Disease One, King's Disease Two, and now King's Disease Three. He's at the top of his game, Nas, mm-hmm. and he's not expecting to sell a gazillion record. You know that idiot Twenty One Savage came out and said, I, so "It's going. like, who are you?" Where's 20 and 22 Savage? And weren't Come they back. trying to, like, five Come minutes ago, your back. ass was crying because you didn't want them to deport you. Now deport you, right. And, now and all of a sudden now, Nas, yeah. sir, like, how yeah. is the- And not only that, somebody said something really funny on social media. They said, does he not understand? Because he was saying, oh, you know, Nas isn't really relevant. He just has a fan base. And somebody said, does he understand that that's what relevancy means? He has a fan base. It's just like, sir, sit the fuck down. It's like, shut up. It's like, you know what? There's room for you and there's room for Nas. But for anybody to seriously suggest that Nas is not relevant, these records are I'm so tired of some of these young artists not realizing that it's like, you know what? The world doesn't revolve around your. It's record. not just the artist, Courtney. It's the generational. They think that they they think they invented everything. But you and I are huge fans of records with a one producer. There is something you know me. That, I love a and, one producer album, and that's why the Pusher T record sounded so good. And this is why 
This is the thing where Nas always had the intelligence, always had the flow, always had the lyrical, but his production sometimes, and now he's got Hit Boy working with him again. Great record. Just, I can't remember the last time I was like, I can't wait to hear a hip hop record. Right. And got excited. So this is just an absolutely, just absolutely great. Listen, I'm only having one producer on my album that I'm recording now. Me you too. know what I mean? It's like uh, we only have one producer no. now. Am yeah, I correct? Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My album Ass Passions is going to be amazing. It is just uh, one producer. It's telling the story. I'm of- doing the choreography. Am I <laughs> you are you are for the video, remember? We're gonna do the yes. choreography. It's yeah, chair yeah. choreography. It's we're doing good. we're gonna do soft well, choreography. You don't want me you don't want me standing up. You <laughs> no, know, we don't happens. because I <laughs> I mean, listen. You know what happens when I stand up. I fall down. And that note, would you like to take us out of here, Mr. Courtney? Well, guys, guess what? Next week is Thanksgiving. And we do almost 50 shows a year. And we started to realize, you know, we can take off a holiday week. (laughs) And life will go on. And life will go on. And by the time we come back, they should know who's controlling the Congress. Hopefully, uh, actually, no, they won't because the week that we come back, it still won't be the sixth. We Can I just tell you something? I have I have now adopted a new philosophy when mm-hmm. it comes to our Knicks or any New York sports uh-huh. team. It's the MAGA philosophy. Mm-hmm. If we win, it's because we're great. Mm-hmm. If we lose, it's because the other team cheated. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly. it from now on. We are not going to concede any losses. Nope. And nope. we're just going to start yelling at people. We're just like going to start yelling. Person. So the Yankees won the World Series. The Mets mm-hmm. won the World Series, even though they weren't in it. The mm-hmm. Knicks are to the champions for the last two years because the other teams are obviously cheating. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the MAGA sports rule. You mm-hmm. feel free to adopt it if you wish. I mean, listen, <laughs> y'all. You know the deal. You thank you for <clears throat> thank you for listening to thank our you. show. Really? Come on, Courtney. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our little show. We're on the Pantheon Podcast Network where you can find a plethora of music, talent, and their shows. So follow us on the Pantheon Network. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, uh, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast. Go outside to the Black Eyed Keys World Cup pop up and talk to them. Go to the Black Eyed Keys pop up. They're (laughs) on the corner. They're they're on right now. They're they're in St. George on Staten Island. They'll be there for the next fifteen minutes. They're coming to Brooklyn. I can't wait. I'll I'll put out a spread. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! Shut up! I don't know why I, I heard like Brandy, that song. I heard Brandy Carlisle discovered them. Is that true? Well, right now she's waiting for me to in the other room because she's like, we have to record our duet of we "You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man." <laughs> so I'm trying. I've been warming up my vocals during the show so I can go in there and sing. I think it. that her sexual preference and your sexual preference might cancel each other in that title, but that's just me. For some reason, I think I might be scared in a room with her sexually because she seems like she might come for my neck and I'd be like, lady, I don't do that. Well, maybe I'll do it <laughs> twice, but let's just see. <laughs> uh, she's very talented. She's a great no, singer. She's very talented. We're just she's, we just need a break. We just need You know a what break. she reminds me of? Do you don't remember say when you any don't equate her to any kind of illness no. or food? <laughs> Do you remember when we couldn't escape and I rise up, oh, I oh, rise oh, up today? Oh, she's way I, better than her. No, but she's popping up everywhere like rise up. Yeah, she's becoming the white India RE. It's like or that no, that was Andrea. No, what's her name? Andre Day. Andre Day. That and or like when you hear a sad Sarah McLaughlin song, then you see like a dog with one eye shivering in the snow in a cage. It's kind of like that. <laughs> but she's very, she is very talented. She she's very talented. She just needs to take a, a little disco nap for a second. No, listen. I feel right, like in a minute, I feel like in a minute good. she's going to. No, we're going to be good. good. No, listen. Because we can't attack. No, she is very, very talented. No, she is. I like her music a lot and she has worked very hard to get to this place. I mean, she's no Yoko Ono, but I still. Thank God. But she's worked hard to get to this artist. And she's in a genre that is not kind to queer artists. But we just want her to take, just take a break for a minute. Go on Thanksgiving break like we're doing. Right? 
Well, I don't right, want a lot for Christmas. It is Mariah right. season. Mariah, Mariah has Mariah has unthawed everyone. FYI, FYI. So, if you're ready for all I want for Christmas for the next six weeks, you're gonna get it whether you like it or not. I've already heard it. I'm like, wow, we're here already. Okay, wow. we're here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note. And on that note, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.